Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. It's March, and everyone looks forward to the culmination of the college basketball season. Buzzer beaters, upsets, and that one shining moment. Basketball could be played on back-to-back days. Other games take so much out of a man, it takes several days to recover before going back to the arena. Life has similar challenges, those that must be confronted daily, and those that take so much out of a man that a period of recovery is needed. In both cases, though, either the day-to-day grind or the major challenges, the one who succeeds at the highest level, where others often fail, is often called the GOAT. The Church tells us that the age of reasoning begins when a child reaches the age of seven. Bishop Barron tells the experience of one of his young nieces telling him about the Star Wars movies and the intricacies of those stories, relating this as evidence that children can likewise understand the intricacies of the stories of Scripture. A seven-year-old is therefore capable of understanding the concept of the cardinal virtues. A seven-year-old is also capable of understanding evil things. And a millstone waits for those who teach them. The virtues, if acquired in godly manner, preserve and protect our lives. How then can we tell the story of the virtues to our children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, and friends? Because chivalry, the brave-hearted, and men of integrity will die off if we allow it to be such. Because the woke culture desires it to be so. It desires that men become gentler in their emotions instead of dangerous in their convictions. It desires affirming children by the color of their skin, the mutilated sex of their bodies, or the cultural religion they do or don't adhere to instead of their individual efforts and abilities. Do not let the young people around you down. Fight for them. Ask that God would give you the faith, hope, and love to be their great encourager. Consider this parable that comes from my friend, Dr. Chris Bergwald. Parables always begin with words like, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to, or hear the parable of the sower. Well, this parable begins like this. The virtues may be compared to the quarterback. Consider that Tom Brady looks out from his position upon the defensive alignment. It's fourth and nine. The defense is bringing five, and he can see through the disguise that they are attempting to give him. He knows immediately what the right decision is that he must make. This is prudence, the ability to see the choices before you and understand the right choice to make. Brady takes a snap. The snafies burst into a one-high shell. The Mike linebacker mugs the running back blocking left as the line slides to block the sand blitz to the right. The inside receiver to Brady's right puts his foot in the ground and breaks into the middle. Brady's prudence and knowing the middle of the field will be open keeps his eyes on the inside receiver to his left, keeping the safety occupied. Did I mention this is fourth and nine on the final drive of a Super Bowl? If Brady makes the play, the drive is alive. Miss it and the game is over because only seconds remain on the clock. We're on the edge of our seats. In Vegas, millions are riding on the outcome. In the Boston bars, they're holding hands. Every camera hoping dreams on Brady. Brady's temperance. It's the ability to capture, control his emotions, and focus them toward making and performing the right action. Not allowing his emotions to run wild and swallow him up in excess or in fear. This is what separates those with the it factor. Many will say that Brady never gets hit hard, but today is different. His left shoulder is pounding. He's taken several crushing blows in the pocket. 
He should come out of the game and give a healthier man the play. But this is the Super Bowl. He must play through the pain. He has to get it done. There is no other man for this play. He was made for this moment. He must rise to the occasion. Brady's fortitude. It's the courage that fights through the pain, allowing him to summon the senses and choose rightly, harness the power of his emotions, and compete to the finish. Finally, there's Brady's justice. It's that ability to do, to act out, to perform the right thing that has been chosen. He pivots his feet and throws a perfect strike to the wide receiver crossing the middle, who dives into the end zone and scores! But Father Trainer reminds us, this story trips, it stumbles, even though it's a good parable and easily understood. For a quarterback to perform at a high level, he must be able to make correct decisions. He must be able to harness his emotions, play with pain, and perform in the clutch. Yet, one might stumble in thinking that the only way to master these virtues is to become an NFL quarterback, or that playing quarterback is somehow a virtuous pursuit in itself. Although some may see sports as life, sports are simply games, and playing particular positions in sports is simply fun. But a man may learn many a good thing from playing sports that benefit him and the others around him. But like the seed the sower plants, it can never become larger than the thing it grows. The soil, the water, the air, and the sun are supplied by God to nurture the seed. Prudence, temperance, fortitude, and justice are supplied by God to nurture the man. The seed must die for God's nurturing to bring forth a life-giving abundance. So also a man must die to self for God's cardinal virtues to bring forth the true man God intended him to be. Growing virtues in the young people around you are a lot like being a farmer. You can plant the seed, but you need God's providence to supply the key elements for it to grow. It's a wild world out there, and the storms that come in the growing season are disguised today as animal-like creatures in formal attire with topcoat, tie, and a shit-eaten grin. The Irish like to say, every man is sociable until a cow invades his garden. Abraham pleaded with God to spare Lot humbly asking the Lord if a few good folks could be redeemed from the destruction. Mustn't we plead now for our children on a daily basis? Before this generation passes, let it be said that we did not go away quietly. Let it be said that we prayed fervently and in full conviction of the promises of Christ for our children, using our time, talents, and treasures in more than one shining moment. I was reminded today by a grand old man of the old saying, talk is cheap, it takes money to buy whiskey. Ain't it so? This is Gettin' Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus Vobiscum. <laughs>